0: Not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate. Or you're a helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system, dealing with people you know have potential but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and a health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast where we separate the self help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle. Your Essential Change. This is Rich Jones, RN for Essential Change, the podcast. This is episode 40. And today we're going to talk about what will you hold sacred later? What will you hold sacred in the future? Let's try to determine that now. What are you doing now? What's going on now in your life that you know you will hold sacred later? And how can we make some representations to what we will hold sacred later? Uh, But before we go any further, let's remember, you can go to www.secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com for custom planning, action, and strict accountability programs. We we work as a a referral program for helping professionals, medical professionals, uh, substance abuse professionals, social professionals. We work with you to work with your people to help round out a strict accountability program that works with them, works with you, works with their, their social networks, their personal networks, and works along with everybody to bring everything down into one place where we can do planning, action, and strict accountability. Now back to today's talk, shall we say. Uh, I was in the process of rearranging my quote-unquote man cave where I I do my work and we do a lot of the work for Essential Change, the podcast, and SecondStars.com. And I was cleaning out some things, and I looked over at the coffee table and noticed, again, an old chess set laying on the table. It's a chess set that I, uh, I got from Korea back in 1980. It's an old handmade chess set, nothing uh, particularly special about it, uh, old metal clasp. The pieces are quite detailed in a an a- an Asian motique, you might say, uh, quite elaborate. The rooks, the queens, the knights, everything quite elaborately done, made out of plaster. Nothing nothing special, but uh meant a lot to me, and... One of the reasons why it means a lot is because when you're doing something that creates milestones in your life. And this was a milestone for me, which I'll discuss a little bit, but something that you're doing now that we're when we're talking to the people that we work with uh, making strides in recovery making strides in healing, gaining respect, and regaining respect and love from people that you're working with, uh, getting a newfound confidence in life, uh, we repeat again, healing, then these things should be memorialized. And one of the best ways to memorialize something is to create an association with an object uh, or a piece of writing or something that you can refer back to and then feel the complete flavor of everything that you were going through back at that time. Now, the reason this chat set meant so much to me is because I was in my very early 20s. I was in the United States Air Force, and for me, I was taking my first trip abroad alone. And that was a lot of milestones for me, you know. You have a little anxiety and nervousness and fear over how you're going to get it done. You're going to get, are you going to be able to get back? So there was a lot for me. And it was, a like I say, a huge accomplishment in my life. Accomplishment that I knew, uh, had basically, I'd had already thought it was accomplished before I did it. So that became very important to me. Uh, like I say, I traveled to Korea alone. I had heard so much from the older guys. You have got to go to Korea. You got to do the shopping. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to do what some of the older guys said. So uh, I set off to see the world. I looked for some people to go with me, but eventually decided that I would travel alone. And I decided I can do it. So I began to plan the trip. Uh, just like some of the major milestones that we have in life. I realized that I I was the, could benefit from help. So I looked around and I had some friends, uh, and I hope this isn't inappropriate, but the Hawaiian guys. Uh, there was a group of guys that were from Hawaii and most of them were air traffic controllers and they were kind of expert at how to get around and how to catch hops, a hop military flight that you know, is going to some, somewhere. And if you're a military personnel, you can apply to catch a ride. They're already going anyway. So they kind of educated me on how I could hop from Japan to Korea. And I never forget the group of guys and how helpful they were to me, you know, and it, the story was really really unique in that they really shuttered me almost from plane to plane. When I left Misawa, there were a group of guys and someone, guys that they knew uh, down in southern Japan. When I arrived at that base, they knew them and they introduced me to them before I even got down there and they helped me get on the next plane and so forth. So I really look forward um, or appreciated everything they did for me. Also on that trip, I never forget. I'm gonna call these guys some funny names, but this is what I remember. The taxi guy. When I arrived, the first thing I arrived is when I got off the plane and I saw all the military personnel there with loaded guns at the plane. I was like, oh, what have I done? But um didn't take long to see a taxi right there. And as soon as I got in a taxi, the taxi driver was taking me under his wing, telling me what I should do, what I shouldn't do, how to watch for the unscrupulous people, almost pointing some people out to me as we went to the place that I was going to stay. He was very helpful. I actually ran to him a couple of times after that. The next guy was the hotel guy. Uh, he, he was very helpful on who to shop for. I think he was pointing me to his cousins or anything, but I did get good deals from him. He told me where to go, what to do, tell them that he said to come there. Um, I was a little suspicious, but also I needed the assistance and everything seemed to work out. So in my mind, I was always grateful for that little bit of help that he, you know, he offered me in my journey. And it was interesting at the time when I came back from shopping with the chess set, he saw the chess set and he looked at me and I remember him saying, ah, you have that for a long time. You know, at the time, I really wasn't paying attention. I just thought it was cool. I actually played with it. Um. Obviously, over the last, these last 40 years, I haven't played with it much as still remains in pretty much mint condition as when I got it. So I didn't play with it that much. I kind of protected it. Over the years, I kind of placed value on it. And every time I looked at it, I thought about the things that happened to me, the growth that I had during that journey, the people that helped me. And and the biggest one that helped me was on the way back home, I was really confused and the train station, and uh, I didn't know which train to catch. There were two areas that I could have went, and both of them had names similar to the place that I knew I wanted to get to, and I had a, a sense of confusion and didn't even know how to ask anyone to help me, and a small Japanese woman walked up toward me seeing my confusion and asked could she help. kind of took me by surprise because her English was... Uh, I didn't even hear, you know, it didn't seem like a dialect. She sounded like, you know, American talking to me. And when I looked at her, I tell everyone this over the years, she looked exactly like my grandmother. Almost, it startled me a little bit. It startled me for just a second. I just looked at her and told her what I needed. She calmly answered me, told me, this is this train you need to go on. It's very nice to me. Asked me to have a nice day. Gave me the little bow she did and walked away. And that, really stunned me for a while. I'm like, boy, she looked like my grandma, and she was so helpful. Um, I always remember that little bit, and every time I look at that chess set, the people that I just talked about, uh, my, the little old lady that resembled my grandmom, everybody that helped me, the Hawaiian guys, everybody that helped me on that journey, all come to mind when I look at that chess set. So what I'm trying to implore in this podcast is to say that this, right now when you're making major changes, uh, doing the most that you can do for yourself, getting help from people, putting all those associations together, get something now that you can associate that with, whether it be an object as I had, uh, maybe it's a written statement, you know, conversation with someone anything that causes an association with what is going on now and the major milestones that you are accomplishing. accomplishing. And kind of use that and build on it and keep that with you and always be able to look back on it and make that association with everything that you did. So go back to the question, what will you hold sacred now that you can hold sacred later? And let's start making that association and start giving yourself some credit and really, you know, appreciating this journey, the small things, the people that helped you when you helped yourself, when you felt confidence, when you felt yourself grow. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me? After? Leave me a rating wherever you get your podcast, so more people like you can find me. Find us. Now let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1,000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two-n-d-s-t-a-r-t-s dot i got a growing presence on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn, so please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. Was this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show, I say cheers to. No, will be no good, good bands. Why?